I'm walking up the trail and I look to my right. Hopefully I don't go and get lost tonight. Cause if I do, then I will find myself in a conundrum. Hopefully you know that I gonna be thundering. Dropping these eppies like it ain't no thing. Standing up on the podium, golden rang. Like one, two, three, four. Sorry, LeBron. The new king in town and he's starting around. Cause you know that I got the mother and flow. You know that modern harm gonna go to the top, make it drop, make that booty pop. Oh my God, don't you know that I just can't stop? When the juice starts to flow and it starts to come out, everybody on the street start to scream and shout. They're like, what you doing? Are you fluing out the coop? Do you wanna know that I'm gonna come and shoot all the hoops in the world like Mr. Bryant? Over here spitting truth and we ain't lying, yeah. Alright, yeah, again, not doing that to show off my freestyle rap skills. Honestly, it's more to just get the juices flowing. It's to take the initial leap of taking the risk of, okay, I'm going to try to rap something. I don't know what it's even going to be about. Like, I haven't thought about LeBron James or Kobe Bryant in God knows how long yet, Somehow my subconscious, when I was like, oh, what am I going to say? What am I going to rhyme with? And boom, it just comes out. Uh, yeah. And it, it, it's vulnerable in a sense that it kind of opens me up and allows me to riff like I am right now, which is what we do when we out here riffing, walking up the trail. Um, where am I? In the forest still. And it's speaking to me. I'm looking to my left and I see this crazy plant that I certainly have never seen before. Okay, it's probably like nine feet and it looks like a hot girl succulent plant that some trendy Denver, Colorado girl would have in her sky rise apartment overlooking the downtown park as she has a quaint little Wednesday wine night party. She's got a right on the windowsill, a nice lineup of about four succulents. It looks like one of those succulents, but blown up monstrously. It's like, yeah, nine feet tall. It's got these aloe vera looking leaves that come up and kind of fold over. Uh, and what I'm realizing makes it look so cool is it is not perfect. It has like some symmetry and some aesthetic beauty to it, but that is complemented by these like wonky little fins it has that are like protruding out in these abnormal random ways. Uh, and yeah, it's that little imperfection that almost makes it so cool, makes it so beautiful. Uh, and that's kind of, yeah, I guess that to me, what I think about there then is this Japanese idea of wabi-sabi, which is sick. And what wabi-sabi is, is basically the wisdom, and it's twofold. Wabi-sabi says that everything is imperfect and everything is impermanent. And wabi-sabi talks about um, the beauty of that imperfection and the beauty of that impermanence. And a lot of Japanese artists and Zen artists look for wabi-sabi in their art the natural curvature to a tree that isn't perfect but makes it beautiful and they try to build that into their art and I think I am accepting of the wabi-sabi 
Um, and I might even be accepting of the impermanence of what I'm doing. I'm almost feeling like even the here I am blog that might have seen its time uh, and poof might just let that go, uh, which there's kind of a beauty in that. And OK, I did this thing. Sweet. I don't need to hold on to it and latch and cling to it and attach to it. I think I can just let it go because Wabi Sabi speaks to the nature of how things are. In life, things are impermanent and things are imperfect. Uh, humans, the world, the things we create, trees, the hot girl succulent plant I'm looking at, that's all part of it. Uh, and I think we can learn from some of these truths of nature, even in the way we look right? Like I look at myself and I see a like acne pock mark, uh, and just some of these quote imperfections that we have. And I think our society would have us think that, oh, these are imperfections. What can I do to fix them? Right. I don't need to talk about Botox culture and social media and how that plays into it. But I think if we can start to accept these imperfections, just like the imperfections that this bush, this little succulent plant has, and acknowledge that actually those are the things that make it beautiful, uh, whew, the modern hominid might need that. Uh, might need that to start walking around the world with a little bit more confidence. Um, and the same applies for the impermanence of everything, right? Even the rocks we're walking on and the foundation of our home are impermanent. It just depends on the time scale we look at. Uh, erosion, weathering, water, freezing. Uh, you see it in Arches National Park. <sighs> Everything is ever-changing. We are living in this dynamic, perma-changing world. And I think we might be better off living in alignment with that. And a lot of the systems in our society are not set up as such, right? Uh, I don't know if I will get married. Uh, I'm open to the idea. I am not set on it. But even the idea of putting a ring on a finger and saying, till death do us part, seems to be out of alignment with the way things are with Wabi Sabi. Uh, that is seeking to make permanent something that is naturally impermanent. Relationships, as I have learned, are impermanent. Uh, they are ever-changing, ever-evolving. And I think it's beautiful when they evolve in the same direction. And that needs to be honored and shout out. But to try to force a relationship to grow together just seems out of alignment with the way things are. And that applies for romantic relationships, but also just friend relationships. Uh, I have friends in high school who I deeply love, but who I just like have fallen out of touch with. Uh, and part of me is like, oh, it's sad. And the other part is like, oh, it's actually really sick. Like we don't need to be in contact. And when I see Andrew Keller again, you know we're gonna be hitting the ground running. Uh, so I think we there's there's something cool in honoring that in poof creating and not being afraid to poof let it go. And I think we're fairly decent at this with friendships, although I have noticed myself clinging, attaching to old friendships that maybe uh I could just let go and 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 accept that reality. Um but I think where we can learn from this is 
more so in our romantic relationships. Uh, I feel like, like I said, in this dynamic, ever-changing world, to try to say, till death do us part, is just out of alignment with the way things are. And if what we want is a life partner, someone to share life with for the rest of our lives, to me, it seems like a failing tactic, a fear-based tactic, to put a ring on a finger. Now, no judgment here because honestly, I'll probably do it. Uh, or I don't know, who knows? But yeah, so no judgment there. I'm just speaking. It feels like the best way, if what you want is a life partner in this long lasting thing, is to honor reality and to live in alignment with the impermanence of things and acknowledge openly with your partner, uh, okay, right now we're growing together, cool. It's possible that we grow in different directions, and that's a beautiful thing. Uh, but in framing it that way, it seems like a really effective way to grow together. Uh, and I have that right now in a relationship, which is really cool. Um, we are both acknowledging of that truth. And, and although both of us, especially in times of jealousy, um, both of us are like, let's just be together for the rest of our lives. And, but I think we're taking the more courageous path toot my horn here, cringe, but in honoring the impermanence of things. And although it is hard up front, it has yielded a lot more depth and realness in our relationship. It is thrown to the forefront these issues that maybe we would be able to sweep under the rug in other situations. And I guess I'm just appreciative of her for facilitating that. Um, and another way that this impermanence trickles in is, again, with what I'm doing right now. With the Here I Am blog, like, I'm pretty ready to just go, poof, see you later. Um, and right now I'm not ready to do that with modern hominid. Um, but I do know that things are changing and there will become a time where I need to go. All right. That was a cool chapter next and honor that, um, which seems to be the path of the modern hominid, just teaching my kids uh, my seventh graders, I have to think about the world that they're going to inhabit and the job force that they're going to be inserted into, uh, because I'm trying to help them in flourishing in their lives. And so I think about the world they're going to inhabit. And I think that gone are the times of the career job. Uh, my parents and that generation, more of the baby boomers era, it's like, okay, go to high school, pass high school, get a college degree, and boom, you're pretty well set for a career. My dad has worked in real estate for 38 plus years or something, uh, and most of his friends in that generation have been in the same job for most of that time, and shout out to that. Like, respect, and that is commitment, and I have nothing but appreciation, especially to my dad and my parents for what they gave me through doing that. But number one, oh, is that daunting to go into one career? 
uh, whew, to lock that in and to commit to that, I think we have to suppress a lot to do that. And it, it's out of balance and comes out in different ways. But changing are the times with the internet, with the changing workforce, uh, with how rapidly we're accelerating culturally, we don't even know what the job force is going to look like in 15 years, let alone three. And I feel like I need to equip my students moving forward to be more serial projectors rather than thinking about a career. Um, Okay, sure, we're going to need nurses. That could be a career job. We're going to need teachers probably. That could be a career job. And there are other career jobs. But more and more, I think the times are shifting towards making it yourself, being creative, uh, coming up with your own niche, niche, uh, and the willingness to take a leap into the unknown, trusting yourself, and okay, I'm going to do this, kind of like Chris Hollinger is doing right now with Liquid Designs. He was on the path to be an engineer and wasn't feeling it. And I could feel in him that he wasn't feeling it. You could see in the way he was carrying himself through the world. And then he started making violins, took a leap there, kind of, although his family facilitated that. But then he took the real leap into, no, I'm going to start doing my own woodworking stuff. And now he's crushing it and new doors are opening up because he took that leap. Uh, and who knows what his next project will be. Rick's always had something around the corner, uh, and he inspires me in that way. But that seems to be the modern hominid's future. Uh, Serial projecting. And I hope to be able to do that with what I'm doing right now. Here I am was one phase. Poof. See you later. Okay, I built skills, which opened up a door for this project. Okay, sweet. Modern hominid. I've got skills, I'm getting better right now, and who knows where this project is going to lead. Maybe, maybe, and it would be cool if this was a career. Sweet. But if not, wabi-sabi, impermanent, cool, poof, later, at least I have learned some skills. I did something, I took a step in a direction, learned something, which opened the door for God knows what. Uh, Yeah. God knows what, maybe opening up a conversation with someone who inspires me that forms a connection to join this organization, facilitating urban crews in the world. Or maybe I become a lecturer or maybe I become a freestyle rap artist or maybe Fruit and I collab and starting to perform in venues and bars doing where he makes his looper beats. And I, I don't know. We spitballing right now, but the world is, at least it feels this way for me right now, my oyster. Shout out privilege. Uh, Shout out, I guess, flow state right now. And uh, shout out to the modern hominid and what the future may hold. Wabi sabi. Here's to accepting our imperfections. Here's to acknowledging the impermanence of everything. And here's to living more in alignment with the modern hominids that we are.